ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Hallelujah. If that was for me, I want you to give another hand clap unto Jesus. Amen. Amen. I love you. These three words changed our life entirely. It was just not in his resounding voice, whispering, I love you through every one of his creation. It was him. It is him. His sacrifice. He found us worthy, worthy of love so intense that he conquered death itself. He left his throne descending low into this dark world all for us. He has poured out his hot, burning red lava of love on our souls. Oh, lava of our soul. He offered his life, his love freely given to us. His heart, knowing that we may reject him, he paid the price anyway. Unfaithful bride, he pursues us relentlessly, minding not that we are undeserving. Loved us regardless, regardless, regardless. He showed me love when all the hope I had was gone. Yes, he showed me love In my heart I've never felt before I just put my faith in Jesus Let him take my I know it's gonna lead me to the promised land. You see, show me love, and you do the same for you.
Jesus' love, who has loved me with a jealous love by Christ. I love you because you first loved me, and so although I have been told not to make promises, I give myself, for I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creation shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So the question now is, what can separate us from your love? Nothing. I declare that I love you, Jesus.
Hallelujah. Well, let's clap for Jesus. Amen. Unto you, you 
gifts that are rare in one place yeah, rare in one place and ladies and gentlemen i'm happy to announce to you that on top of the beautiful music gifts in this house there is an anointing i don't think you heard me i said on top of the beautiful music gifts in this house there is an anointing there is a gift that god has given us yeah there's a gift that god has given us beyond the musical gifts that you've just experienced god has also given us a gift and that gift ministers to us sunday after sunday preaches to us teaches us prophesies over us blesses us changes our lives by bringing to us the pure unadulterated word of god and ladies and gentlemen i'm happy to announce to you that this morning also the gift of God is in our midst to bring you God's current word for your life. I can sense that you are excited. 
I can sense that you are expectant. Then why don't you join me and let's welcome to this pulpit the Bishop Edwin Morgan. Okay, come on, come on, come on, Make some noise this morning. hoping that this year I will have a vote in the selection of the Santa of the year. Normally I'm excluded from these things but I'm hoping that somebody will write to me or come to talk to me and of course my vote will be a veto vote yeah, because um, as people are rooting for the dancing stars and the choir, my Santa of the year is likely to be the instrumentalist. But it depends on how they behave in March, April, May, June. So now let's clap our hands for them. I want to advise you the few wise ones that let your life revolve around the church. Let your life, your education, your business, 
relationship, your Valentine. Let it revolve around the church. It's the best way you can ever live your life. Let the church, you know, I was on a plane about to land at Kotoka International Airport, one of the topmost airports in Africa. I was on a Ghana Airways flight from, I don't know where, oh, from London. I was coming from America and I had transited through Heathrow. And just, I must have been around the, around here, just one minute or two before the plane touched down. And I heard it clear, as if there was somebody sitting by me. Because I had gone to prepare my life there. And I was coming to do some one or two things and then carry my people away. (laughs) But a voice said, you are not leaving your 38 or 35 members in the Mataheko church to go and look for dollars, dollars. I looked around. Because the money I had spent on those things I said, what, what is that? I said, oh, it's not anything. Then the, word, the voice came again strongly. To cut a long story short, my entire life with my plans and everything changed. Not because of a sick auntie or a dying father, but because of some 35 members of a little church I was pastor. So I came and after one or two Sundays, my wife and I went to Bishop Dagwood Mills. We sat with him and I told him that I was no longer going to live abroad. He didn't say much. But he asked me to read a book by Kenneth Hagin. And the title was Plans, Purposes, and Pursuits by Kenneth Hagin. Plans, Purposes, and Pursuits. I think I have to read that book again. Because at that time, I was too confused to even understand what was going on. But ladies and gentlemen, my entire life has changed. I am living a far, 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 far. Maybe I shouldn't even use the word far and just say I'm living a different life now. Totally different. I don't know what would have happened to my home if I had moved there. I don't know what would have happened. I'm convinced that it would have been a totally disastrous story. Because of the church, where I was going to stay changed. If you are truly a Christian in the church under a pastor, 
the type of woman you want to marry will change. The type of man you are drooling over will change. The type of clothes you wear will change. And any change that takes place in your life because of the church becomes a far better change and a greater life because anything you do because of the church is the most quality decision you would ever ever take as a person on earth yeah. the church only only leads to quality decisions and at the beginning they don't look powerful actually you look like a fool but long term this story i'm telling you is something around some 25 years 20 25 years one, two, three, fifteen, twenty-five years. You know, I want to. That's my advice. Take it that. I mean, if I fall down now and I don't preach again, this message should take you home. Yes, that let your life. If you where you stay in Accra, let it revolve around church. Yes, let it revolve. So I want to tell you, those of you who are choosing beloved. Be, be, Outside the church, you are you have bought chocolate for tomorrow's Valentine, and your pastor doesn't know the girl you have bought the chocolate for. You are lost. Yeah, you, you are lost. You you are worse than an, than an unbeliever. I said you have bought chocolate. You have somebody here. You have a little ring in a box. Yes, you put it under your pillow this morning. A little ring. You are going to use it to. To, to propose tomorrow and your constituency overseer doesn't know in fact she'll be shocked to know that you, you have such a person in your life you are lost you are lost you have just, you have just entered a pit I, I really pity you I really pity you anyway clap your hands for church if you are here today, today is your first time you are here, maybe you can't see me well. If somebody brought you to church and today it's your first time of coming to church, I'm telling you that when we finish, find some money in an envelope and give it to the person who brought you here. Yes, because the person has given you the best gift you will ever have in this world. Church you are spending money because of church is the best money you spend. Haba. You are tired because of church is the best way to use your life. Yesterday you were in town and you were feeling silly because of the all night you had the, the, the shepherds all night. Was it nice? Yes. Yes. I mean, you see, even when I say all night, ah, eh, all night, I didn't hear about anointing oil all night every all night you think of anointing oil eating sugar bring water in a in a brown bottle this time we go to school in the night yeah and see you are in the church in such a way that you are not in the school yes you don't even know what's going on Can you clap your hands for the church? (laughs) 
Oh, a louder hand clap, a louder hand clap, a louder hand clap, a louder hand clap, a louder hand clap. Oh, I love it. I love the life I'm living because of church. I'm a church man. Yeah. I was a church boy and I'm now a church man. Yeah. It's the best life to live your life. Oh, yes. We'll quarrel here. You'll be angry. Your pastor will upset you. The singer will not sing well. Your brother will be, somebody will borrow your money. He will not bring. Somebody is, trying, is coming near your beloved on Valentine. And you are, you, are, you are uncomfortable at the way the sister is talking to your beloved and the way she looks into his eyes. It's still better to be in the church. Yes. It's a life in church. Paul said, The life I now live. Can you clap your hands for church? You may be seated, glory to God. Oh, clap for church again. I'm just excited. That's exciting. Beautiful. Well, today is a very special service because I want us to give our pastor a very powerful Valentine feeling. Those of us who were a part of the flow prayer service on Friday, you saw that a very brand new book has been released. And that book is How Can I Say Thanks? How Can I Say Thanks? Is it on the screen? Yes. Don't worry. You can't see the things well. The pictures are not clear. That's how the life is. The Egyptians you are seeing today on the screen. The faded Egyptians. You will not see them no, again. You will see them no more. You will see them no more. Yeah, somebody, some of you, where you slept and came to church today. It's an, it's a, it's an unfortunate place for Christians to, to sleep. But don't worry. Take your time. Yes. The Egyptians in that room. Yeah. Some of you, when you sleep and you roll a little, you fall. They said, brother, here, you fell. You almost fell two weeks ago. You almost fell two weeks ago. But the day is coming. You roll and roll and roll and roll and roll and you are still on your bed. I feel something. Yeah. There's a sister here. You are now investing in pillows. You are now investing in pillows. When you are sleeping, you hold the pillow like that. But one of these days, there will be a man with muscles. I said, there will be a man. And every morning, you say, Hi, baby. (laughs) Hi, baby. Some of, some of you in the choir, there's no, you are, you are just around. You are just in the system. But a day is going to come. You come and say, oh, Bishop, I'm sorry. I will not be in church next Sunday. My husband wants me to meet him in Paris. 
Receive it one. Receive it two. My husband says she's see him in Paris. And, uh, so I said, oh, how many weeks will you be away? It's very important you are here. You know you are helping in the church. Oh, oh no, no, it's just three days. Just before three days. So I'll be back before Sunday. Take it one. Take it two. Take it three days. So don't worry. I see your life becoming nicer and nicer and better and better. Receive it now. So today, in this cathedral, I want to launch how can I say thanks? I like your hand clap. How can I say thanks? And I taught from it yesterday. I mean, I just opened it and an hour or some 40 minutes before I came into the service. I could not... Can you stand up and clap your hands for this man? This father? This, this human being? He's a type. He's a beautiful man. He's a beautiful man. Clap your hands for Bishop Dagwood Mills. I mean... And I will say to all of you, those of you who are probably in the church... You see books around. Don't take them for granted. Yes. It's not every church that you have such things. It's not every church. But you are blessed to have a pastor who writes to you. Who writes to you. And today I'm putting the seed time and harvest message on pause. But I'm just going to read excerpts of this book. Bits and pieces. And then we'll be out of here. Glory to God. Clap your hands again. And you may please be seated. Very nice. How can I say thanks? And uh, I want to start from the first chapter. Interestingly, it's a small book with four chapters. But it's, yes, but I... I mean, I feel it's one of the most important books you must have. Everybody. How can I say thanks? Yeah. One of the chapters was too much. How? Turn your Bibles to Colossians chapter 3. Colossians chapter 3. That's the opener in this book. That's the opener. Colossians 3. Verse 15. It says, And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also ye are called in one body, and be ye thankful. Be ye what? Thankful. Yeah. You have to be thankful. 
let the peace of God rule in your heart. Peace. Peace. The Bible says, better a dinner of herbs where there is peace than a dinner of grilled oxen, stalled ox with strife. It's better you eat a little poor man's food and have peace. Some gary and some some coconut chips and have peace peace may your life not not comfort peace is not comfort peace is not comfort he said take me back to Colossians 3.15 let the peace of God that is what you rule Live your life looking for peace. Peace. I'm peaceful. There is a storm. But I'm sleeping in my boat. I pray that you will be able to sleep. Yes. There is a storm. Things are not the best. But nothing can take your peace away. Receive peace. I'm not talking about convenience or comfort. Let the peace of God rule. There is a list of 18 moral blemishes that will characterize the last days. There's a list of 18 moral blemishes. 18 evils. That will characterize the last days. And one of them is being unthankful. It is one on the list of terrible faults that will characterize the human race. In the last days, men will be more and more ungrateful. It is the nature of the devil to be ungrateful and forgetful about all the good things that have been done to him. You see that in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1. 2 Timothy 3, verse 1. Thus know also that in the last days, perilous times shall come. Verse 2. For men shall be lovers of their own selves. This begins the 18 moral blemishes. 18 evils that will characterize the last days. Lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud. Try. Don't let anybody use that word on you. Try. Not to let anyone use that word on you. It's a fight you must fight. The word, that word proud. Don't let anybody use it on you. Work on yourself. That nobody will call you proud and arrogant and difficult. 
It means that you are demons possessed. No, man, we say, oh, he is demon possessed. There's nothing like demon possessed. It? It's not a good phrase. Oh, she is demon possessed. It says demons possessed. I'm giving you a new English. <laughs> yes. The brother is demons possessed. Disobedient to parents. I mean, your mother shouldn't find you difficult. It means you are cursed already. Your father shouldn't find you a difficult girl to relate with. Now, among these 18 words, we have what? Unthankful. Unthankful. Hey! Don't think that it is a small word. Being thankful is a very powerful thing to do, to be. Thankful. In the first chapter, Bishop talks about the power of being thankful. And then he, 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 he tells us why being thankful is powerful. And the first is that he says saying thanks is a constant part of prayer. Yes, constantly when you pray, thanks. So if you are somebody who cannot say thanks, it means that your prayer will never be good. You won't pray quality prayers. You know, you can do something, but it's not quality. You can sing, but it's not quality. You can preach, but it's not quality. Like this one, I'm preaching a quality preaching. Super quality preaching. Yes. Philippians 4 verse 6. Look at it there. I mean, you don't know how to say thank you. You don't know how to give thanks. Look at it there. Be careful for nothing. But in what? Certain major areas of your life. But, sorry. But, but in your business concerns, it says be careful for nothing. But in your marital difficulties. But in what? Everything. Everything. You just go to God. You put your hand in your pocket. You are chewing gum. I God, I came to tell you I'm on a visa to America. Some locally acquired foreign accent. Laugher. Makes you laughable. In everything, by everything, by prayer. Come to church by prayer. Drive your car by prayer. Everything by prayer. Send your child to school by prayer. Propose to a sister. You have not prayed. You have bought chocolate and a ring. For tomorrow. Hey! Opponent. Opponent. You have not prayed. You have chosen a girl. Because her legs are nice. Wow. Wow. Legs. Legs. The first day I saw my wife about 40 something years ago, the first thing I noticed about her was that her fingers were romantic. The fingers. Her finger. I, I've, I've not seen fingers like that before. Say, so, ah, what is this? <laughs> I don't see that type of fingers often. It, it's something. Uh, it looked something. It's like, ah, what is that? Then, then, after a few days, I noticed her eyes. 
Yes. I noticed her eyes. One day I told her, just look at me. Just look at me. Look at me and kill me. <laughs> just look at me and kill me. Oh, but I want to promise you, my dear friend, that's not why I married her. No, 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 no. Not fifty. We don't use fingers. Everything you pray about it. But everything by prayer and supplication, there must be prayer with thanksgiving. You don't pray without thanksgiving. How can I say thanks? Why? Because thankfulness is powerful. Why is it powerful? Because even your prayer life cannot be a quality prayer without thanksgiving. Everything you pray, but you don't just pray. You pray with. I'm just reading the highlights. Because I've just 20 20 more minutes. Saying thanks. It's a constant part of prayer. Every time you pray. Every time you pray. Be thankful. Being thankful is powerful because it must be an attitude of your life. Your attitude. Your attitude. Colossians 3.15. Say attitude. Say attitude. Say attitude. Oh, say with me. Attitude. 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 And let the peace of God rule in your hearts. To which also ye are called in one body. And be ye thankful. And listen to what Bishop says. He says, there are people who have learned to say thank you. Because it's part of their culture. In certain cultures, children are taught to say thank you. As soon as a hand is stretched out to give them something. They say thank you before they even know what they have received. But it says, there are unthankful and ungrateful people. Who have learned how to say thank you, but are not thankful. Saying thank you is different from being thankful. You can say thank you to somebody. But your life ministers a different life. A different message. You can say you've been good to me. But your attitude is a different attitude. That is why it says, let the peace of God rule in your hearts. And and, uh, to which you are also called. It didn't say, and say thank you. It said, be thankful. Be thankful. That's why you are called a human being. That's who you are, how you are. You you can live a life where your life says thank you. And that is how God looks at us. So when you are thanking God, it's good to say thank you. But God looks at more than just your words. He, he, he finds out, are you thankful? Someone does something to you. You say thank you. But that's all. 
you are not helpful. Sometimes you must delete certain messages from your phone. Because they don't match the person's behavior. Don't be carried away with words. Am I saying something important to you? Yes, don't be carried away. Don't let, don't, don't let your relationship with somebody end at the level of English words. Words. The, the Bible says the kingdom of God is not in word. It is in power. It's in deed. It's nice to speak well. If I give you a pen, I expect to, you to say thank you. But you must do more than just Englishing words. Englishing. So many of you are confused. Because you look at the person's text message. And you see the person's behavior. And there's a mismatch. Now whenever there is a mismatch, go for the behavior and not, don't go for the words. As for words, ah, but we have those days when we have Placito in Adabraka. We used to go there. I don't know if there are some of you here. We, you know, you don't even know. I don't want to even sell there. Yes. It's still there. Yeah. We will go there with a pen and a notebook. And we'll be taking the cards and be writing the words in them. And sharing the words to girls. Ah. A lot of the words people use are not their original words. A, a lot of the words are not original. Don't look at words. My sister, tomorrow, don't be, just because a person knelt down and gave you chocolate, doesn't mean he's a correct person. Check his tight card. That is the person. Check his tight card. Find out, does he have a pastor? And to what degree does his pastor have an influence on him? Chocolate? Even me, I can give you chocolate. I said, I don't have much, but even me, I can buy you chocolate. I didn't, I, see, I'm not giving you chocolate because I, I wasn't aware that you were so cheap. I wasn't aware, but now that I know that you are a cheap girl, see me in my office for chocolate. Kai! We are looking, see, can't you see that behavior starts with B. Behavior. Behave. Be. Be. Have. Yeah. Maybe it's a Valentine message I'm preaching today. Because I can see that some of you are going to fall tomorrow. You are falling already. Some of you are going to fall tomorrow. Behavior is more than words. And those of you who are going to hear such words in the evening, remember that it's possible that five girls have heard that from the morning, afternoon, evening. So you may be the fifth girl to hear that, those words. I mean, you don't seem to understand the preaching. It's clear. Yeah, so those of you who will hear it in the evening, and those of you who hear it in the morning, remember that he's going to say the same thing to seven other girls by midnight. Look at the person's being.
Why is giving thanks powerful? Because giving thanks is a powerful weapon that releases the greatest miracles. Yeah, giving thanks releases miracles. Many of you don't have miracles in your life because you don't give thanks. I'm saying it in English. Some of you, there are some miracles, some supernatural things, some powerful things you are missing in life because you are not thankful. You are not thankful. You don't, not because you don't pray. Can't you see how prayerful you are? Have you not noticed that from last year around May, June, you began to be very prayerful? Yeah, you wake up, pray, pray, flow, 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 pray, prayer, but still that thing is not there because not everything comes to you by prayer. Even, 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 even when you are praying, you must be thankful with thanksgiving. And some, some of the prayers, it's not just pr- prayers like, like um, I'm praying for a wife. I'm praying for a wife. I want to marry her, so I'm praying for a wife. Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm, I want to thank you for um, the, the, the blessing of, of meeting Grace. She's been a great girl. Thank you for knowing her uh, for the past four years. And uh, Lord, I, 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 I like Grace, and I want, to, uh, I want to say thank you. And I'm praying that you touch her heart. Lord, I love Grace. I love Grace. I love Grace. Now, that, go back. Uh-huh. Philippians 4 6. I want to show you something. Yes, be careful for nothing. Now, in everything, one of my problems is that I want a wife. And I found Grace. And she's the one I want to marry. All right. So you may think that in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, you may think that it means, it only means that. Father, I thank you for Grace's life. It's been wonderful. I like her and I thank you. You may think that with thanksgiving is just words you are giving to God. No. But you can pray about your relationship with Grace and also be thankful to mercy through whom you met Grace. So you are praying but you are also thankful to your boss through whom you got the job. The job you have. So Adon, but your prayer has got thanksgiving with them. So I'm praying. In the morning, I relate thankfully and gratefully towards my boss. You don't seem to understand it. Do you get it? Lord, I thank you for my husband. He married me. When I had nothing, he, but, but he also had nothing anyway. But Lord, I want to thank you that we all had. We have, the, the Lord, I pray for my marriage and I pray that Lord, my husband will take me to France as the pastor said. Lord, let it happen. We want to go to Paris. Lord, help our children and help our marriage. We've been married for three years. We don't have a child. Lord, touch my stomach, touch the pregnancy and touch everything. Now, 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 you are praying also. So you may think that with thanksgiving means that you must, you are thanking God. No, but as you are praying then for a good marriage and for a child, you are also behaving with thanksgiving towards your husband. Praying with thanksgiving. Your attitude towards your husband is an attitude of thanksgiving plus the prayer. You see, I'm talking about miracles. There are some miracles you don't have, even though you are praying. 
yes, you are praying. But I know you. I see you on, on the flow prayer. You make comments. Why don't you still have that job? Because it's not just thanking God with words, but you must be grateful to certain people who have helped you. John 6. Verse 23. It's a very interesting verse. John 6, 23. How be it, there came other boats from Tiberias. I'll be ending soon. There came other boats from Tiberias. Yeah, we are going to, we are going to give our pastor a Valentine gift today. Yes. The first is what I'm doing now. Yeah. This, this message is dedicated to him. But I'm ending soon. How be it, there came other boats from Tiberias, nigh unto the place where they did eat bread. The place. So the boats came near a certain place. And some things are used to describe that place. It's the place where 5,000 people ate bread. After the bread came, I thought the Bible would say, after the Lord had worked a miracle. But he said, after the Lord had given thanks. So giving thanks is a source of a miracle you are waiting for. One day, a brother in this service, I was in my office, and he did something for me. When I saw it, I said, kneel down. I put my hand on him. As soon as I put my hand on him, I said, I see a white envelope. You are going to receive a letter soon. And I prayed a prayer, forgotten the prayer. Exactly one week. No, it was a Sunday. Monday or Tuesday. He received a letter. And that letter had been written earlier. But it was lying behind a drawer in an office. And and the, the person who should have delivered the letter saw the letter and brought it to him. Yes. By being thankful to me, it triggered a miracle and a declaration. You, you, you are, you are, you, you see, your, your wickedness and your unthankfulness may be costing you more than you know. Jesus, the Bible says in, you, you, you see, is it John, 15, John 6, 15? Let's see what it's in verse 15. No, 11, let me see, 11. Yes. And Jesus took the loaves. And when he had given thanks, he took the loaves. There were 5,000 people there, but he had only five. And when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples. And the disciples to them that were set down, and likewise of the fishes, as much as they would. Only five loaves and two fishes. 5,000 people ate it, and there were some left. And, and what happened? What happened after 5,000 people eating it? They were able to carry 12 baskets. Clap your hands for this miracle. 
But how did that miracle happen? Someone here, you need a blessing, you need a miracle job, a miracle marriage, a miracle relationship, a miracle healing, a miracle blessing for your son in school, a miracle open door. I don't know what you are looking for, but I'm saying that be like Jesus and give thanks. Even for what you have, that is not enough. Because Jesus could have, his his first comment was, Lord, you see the 5,000. I have five. It's not enough. So give us money to go and buy some. Yes. Your life is full of complaining. But Jesus had five. I don't know what is little in your life. I don't know what you don't have. But I know what you have. I said, I don't know what you don't have. But when I see you, I know what you have. And I'm asking that, have you been grateful for what you have? If I had five loaves, I want to be honest with you. I won't start by giving thanks. I won't start by giving thanks. I'd rather start by asking the Lord for the spirit of revelation to show me how to distribute this bread and how to feed the guys. That, that I will give these five to the mothers with children at the back. But Lord, what do I do with these 12 disciples? And remember, Judas was there, a wicked man. Peter, if I don't feed him, he will beat me. But let the woman with, with babies share it and let them have something because they are breastfeeding. But the rest, Lord, what do I do with these pastors? In canary yellow. But that's not Jesus. That's not Jesus. He started with thanksgiving. I'm saying that I don't know what you don't have. But I know what you have. Wicked girl. So I don't know what you don't have. I, don't, I know what you have. You, I know what you have. And I'm asking that, have you been grateful for what you have before you are waiting on God for what you don't have? I mean, this is one of Jesus' biggest miracles. Do you know why? Because he, he, you know, he raised the dead. He walked on water. He did many things. He, he healed blind people, lame leper. There was nowhere Jesus went a miracle and they almost made him a king. I mean, the miracle was so wild that the people wanted to make him a king. Verse 15 is there. We, 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 we say, when Jesus therefore perceived that they would come and take him by force to make him a king. After working the miracle, there, was, there were agitations. Now, no, no, let's arrest this man, pour powder on him, put green leaves on his neck, and let's make him a manche. If this man is our king, there'll be food every time. So, as soon as Jesus detected the agitation, he left the place. This is the order of a miracle we are discussing, my dear friend. And it didn't come by saying, in the name of Jesus, I command, I declare, he only gave thanks. I'm sending you from here. Go and give thanks. Wicked man. Another one is, Avoid being, avoid bearing grudges against the unthankful. Avoid it. Yes. 
Avoid. Luke 6.35. I'm just picking things. Avoid bearing grudges against the unthankful. This one, I want to tell you that it will be one of your most powerful um, wisdom keys in life. Look, he says, love your enemies. Do good and lend. Hoping for nothing. Again, yeah. Lend is not just lend people money. No. How many of us have money to lend? But you can lend your energy. You can lend your, 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 your time. Yeah. You can lend your comfort. A certain comfort you would have had. You would have, you would have lent it. Yes. It, but it says that love your enemies. Now, I'll tell you, because see, most of you are young. You are going to have a lot of experiences, you know. Oh, that one I can promise you. This when I see your beautiful faces. It won't be like this in the, um, as you grow. Experiences alone will change the, 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 even, even the color of your face. Yes. Yes. Experiences. Many of you are young. Your father gives you money. Your uncle sends Western Union. Do, do you have Western Union? Yes. Okay. Really? So send Western Union and all that. Listen, 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 listen. You must be very careful you don't become bitter because you will meet unthankful people. That one I will promise you. It's, it's a message in this book. Be very careful. Expect to meet unthankful people. Expect, expect to be good to people and the, the, the treatment is the opposite of what you did for them. Expect it. Expect it. But I'm saying that. So one day the Lord spoke to me in, in the morning. One day. He said, you are allowing yourself to be seduced. I said, me? Seduced? How? Which girl around me? So I began to list the girls around me. Which of them? Which of them? Which of them? I couldn't find anybody who is seducing me. So towards the evening of that day, the Lord spoke because it was on my mind. Seducing. The last which I met was about five years ago. I'm not aware that somebody is in my life now seducing me. It's just five years. Five years ago. Then he explained to me. He said, it's not a girl. It's not a girl. He said, you are being seduced. He said, people are trying to make you bitter. Can't you see that your message is changing? Can't you see the way you pastor? One day, I told myself, before I told my wife, I said, I will never care for anybody again. I will only preach in the church and have camps and conventions. He said, you, you can't allow this to change you. I said, but you will know who is evil. Yes. And as a pastor, my work is to preach and to do conventions and camps. He said, no, I, I disagree. He said, I disagree. But you don't know what I'm talking about. You don't know what I'm talking about. Try. Have the ability to overcome offenses. Some, even tomorrow, tomorrow, three months after tomorrow 14th, three months we what? March, April, May 14th, thereabouts, some of you will have a broken heart. 
a lot of the proposed, listen, a lot of the words you will hear tomorrow, you will discover three months from now. And send me a text and say, oh, Bishop, it has happened. You are in May. Today is May 14th. You are in May. Bishop, that is it. What you said is that's happened. You will discover that the words that were used are not what you are experiencing in May. You will know it already. Girls, learn how to overcome. You, you will marry, you wear your ring, but what you are expecting from the husband is not what you are getting. Don't allow it to make you bitter. Allow it to make you better. A lot of wives, over 80% of wives, are wearing rings with disappointment. And an equal number of men, men put it, it's about 90%. A lot of men are wearing wedding rings with disappointment. Because what he was expe- uh, expecting, the dreams he was having in his room, haba! But I see you overcoming disappointment. I see you overcoming, overcoming betrayal. I see you overcoming ungratefulness. May you not have pimples on your face because you couldn't overcome. Receive victory over brokenheartedness. Receive it. And it's said, unfortunately, well, I'm saying receive it because you will have bizarre reactions, bizarre behaviors. You will have it. You will have it. You will have it. Because my time is up. I want to. Just not because of the time. Yeah. I, I, I want to. Um, go to the next chapter. The next chapter is those who do not give thanks. Like we have those who leave you. Those who are proud. This one. No, but personally, I'm quite surprised. And I will send Bishop a text today. I'm quite surprised that this book is not part of the loyalty series. Yes. I'm, I am, I, that's my, as I went through, I said, ah, but this book should be part of the loyalty series. Now, can I read a few things? Those who don't give thanks. How do they not give thanks? Those. So, so who are they? Who are those who don't give thanks? Are they the ones who, who, are, who have styled their hair like chamber pots on their head? Two chamber pots. No, no. Who are those who. No, I'm asking. I need help on the back. Why, why are those who don't give thanks? Are they the gas amongst us? Are they the airways? Who, who, who are those who don't give thanks? Is it those who are wearing wigs that make them look like uh, granosellers? No, I, I, I need help. I'm preaching. I'm saying, Pastor, who, who are those who don't give thanks? Are they the young ones or the older ones? Are they the married women? No, help me. I'm preaching. Who, who are those people who don't give thanks? Number one. Those who do not say thank you 
for the loyalty they enjoy from people. Kai! Not everybody ah, but the 18 boyfriends you had, how many married you? boyfriends, about nine of them were just hit and run. Some of you are here, you have received hits. Katuma Kalabo Sakataba. And the man married you. That's his loyalty. Rather, the one who marries you is the one you don't bath and you go and lie by him. I shouldn't say it. Then, then you don't know who is preaching. Those who didn't marry you, you rather were bathing. Some of you, 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 you bath and you use spray and you sweat. Hey! Then they will hit you and not marry you. The one rather who married you is the one you, you, you. Check, check your messages. Check the love letters and the love notes you've written to fools. Cooking for them, washing their clothes washing for them then then one of them decides to marry you and look at the english words you are sending to him when he asks you a question yes it is there but i said i'll be coming i saw a text a wife sent her husband can i where's my phone the husband sent it to me there's nothing i'm preaching which is which is uh, 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 whatever, imaginary. There are some things I'm, I'm just not saying because of some considerations. But yes, yes. Listen to this. I'll read it. I'll read it. Yeah, that's it. This is a wife. Oh, it's a look. My things is not up. And if you, if you like them, and I don't need the umbrella. And the mother, and, and, and your mother can take them as well. Then, then she's, the, the man said, Actually, I don't want to hear you talking about this, this way to me. He said, he said, forget about my coming. I was going to come. Forget about my coming, okay? And go. Go for the one who is ready for marriage. I don't want to see you. If you call me, I'll not pick. This is not a beloved. This is a wife with a ring. I read it from my, there's nothing I'm saying which is it's like I'm, I'm preaching with imaginations and, and anecdotes and you see men and boys who have hit her but the man who married her look at the things she's writing I said, this is not a beloved. I'm talking about a wife. The wife, the husband said, Bishop, you may think, look at it. So he took a snapshot of his, his 
wet and the wife's wet. And I called the wife. So I didn't know you could write such things. Loyalty. People, people, people stick with you. You must stick with them. Esther chapter 6, verse 1. People stay around you when others leave. Yes. That's why you are, you are special to me. Because you are not the only person I invited here into this church. Yes. One night, the king could not sleep. So he commanded that there were some books of their records and the chronicles should be brought. So they brought it. Of course, the king doesn't read. People stand there and they read. Whether you want to sleep or not, you have to. Once the king can't sleep, you also shouldn't sleep. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. Nanada. Nanada and Sanamada. Yes. You, you, you are a pastor. You go home and I'm in church working. And you say, oh, both of us are pastors in the same church. You are, you are disturbing your destiny. So it was written. Should I stop preaching and continue next week? It was, it was written that Mordecai had told of Bictana and Teresh, two of the king's chamberlains. The keepers of the door who sought to lay hands on the king Ahasuerus. That some people wanted to murder the king. But this though, a man, he, he was, he, he didn't know. So he said, for the first time he saw the name Mordecai. But he, so, so the king said, ah, Mordecai knew that somebody was going to kill me. And he told Bektana and Teresh. Look at this question, verse 3. He said, what honor and dignity has been done to Mordecai for this? Say, for this. I'm preaching from how can I say thanks? And you need to know, people have been loyal to you. People have been faithful to you. And you need to understand that they deserve dignity and honor. For this. Why am I sweating? Because I'm thinking of what God has done for me. Right now, right now, right now, I can think of this. That's what I'm... I'm, I'm, I'm a very dignified person. Yeah, I was brought, I'm a proper man. I don't like to be sweating in front of people, embarrassing myself, and talking up and down. As I'm talking, you are insulting me. I know some of you are insulting me. I know all that. I know all that, but I'm, I'm still preaching. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm not like that. I've been brought up to take care of myself and be in a corner and do so. But I've overcome all that, and I'm living a certain life because I remember the things God has done. Just because of that, I'll be a pastor even if, even if I'm not well. Yes, but there are people who are not well and they stop serving God because they are not well. What honor? I'm asking you, what honor and dignity have you done to the husband who married you? What honor and dignity has done? Some of you have got friends. You take your friends for granted. What you don't know is that not everybody likes you. This is it's a what honor and dignity has been done to Mordecai for this. And the king servants that ministered to him said, there is nothing done for him. And how true. How true. Most people have been, your wife has been so faithful. She has served you. She has been good to you. But there is nothing done for him, for her. Yes. The wedding ring, but by this time, it should have changed three times. Yeah. 
and then when you are a wife also be grateful for the things your husband does for you and stop waving white handkerchiefs in the church I shouldn't preach. Okay, then I'll stop preaching. So nothing has been done. Nothing has been done. I was in a meeting a few days ago and I told, I was with bishops. I said, many of you don't love your wives. You spend your time on church because you think that they are God's children. But your wife is also a, a child of God. Yes. You are kind to her. You are kind to your singer. You are kind to your airport star. You are kind to your personal leader. But your wife, there, yeah, you talk to her anyhow because she's your wife. You may not know. God loves her even more than he loves those fiangle, fiangle girls. Fiangle. And when you are a wife, I know many wives, one day are talking to me, how oh, Bishop, how you want, do you want the water cold or warm? Is it, is it lukewarm water? Please, how do you want to sip it? Can I, should I use the one with the bigger pout? And so, oh, oh, Bishop, um, would you like it? Oh, now, you want it now? Oh, no, Bishop, please, you can have it now. God bless you, Bishop. Um, I, I want to say, um, I, I noticed that when you were preaching, you were sweating. Um, can I also have some handkerchiefs aside? So when you come to my area, you, I'll just give it to you. Meanwhile, your husband is sweating. Your husband is thirsty. Your husband is not happy. Meanwhile, and, 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 and then you are serving your pastor. What has been done? What have you done for the God who took care of you? What has been done? One day I'll have the time. So I'm just introducing. Yeah. The next chapter is those who repay good with evil. I didn't write the book. Look, I'm, I want to tell you, you must have this book. I don't have them here. I just have about some five or seven. But I'm going to get it ordered. This book, your Bible must be here. And this book must be at the side. This book. It's far higher than many books you, you, you know about. Yes. Those who repay. It, because you see that one in Proverbs 17, 13. Proverbs 17, verse 13. Look at it there. Whoso rewarded evil for good, evil shall not depart from his house. So, so, so this is a subject you must know about. And I'm about to read the attitude of people towards those who were good to them. I didn't write the book. Is there anybody, someone is good to you and you pay the person with evil. You pay the person with embarrassment. Wow! You want to embarrass me? Beautiful. God bless you and good luck in your new life. I'm now just reading because of the time. Showing you how some people behaved towards people who were good to them. Number one, the Israelites, they said thank you. Note it. The words are very, very poignant. They said, it's like, they only say. So I'm showing you how people say thanks. Oh, I should stop. LP. Show us. Let me come here and read it to you. The Israelites, they said thank you to God for his deliverance 
from Egypt. They said thank you for God's deliverance from Egypt by murmuring against God in their tents. That is how they said thank you. By sitting in their houses, wife and husband, and murmuring against the God who delivered them. Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 27. That is how some of you have said thank you to people who have been good to you. The boss who gave you a job. The brother who introduced you to that job. All you did was to sit in your tent. Is that? Is that? And ye murmured in your tents. And said, because the Lord hated us, he has brought us out of the land of Egypt. Yes. You wouldn't believe that such a thing can be said. You are in Egypt under bondage, being beaten. You are brought out. And then your answer is that he, he hated me. That is why he made me take care of the choir. Yes. Have you not seen it there? Have you not? I mean, is there any deliverance more powerful than the deliverance the Israelites experienced? Some of you people have been good to you. All you have done is to accuse them. Yes. If you are sometimes, let me go to the next point. Sometimes you even pick something the person did that was not right. And then you forget about the hundred good things he has done for you. You don't know that you are sowing a seed. You rehearse and rehearse. And then when you come to church, I don't make you dance. And that day, I don't make you dance. You begin murmuring, insulting me, talking about me. And you've forgotten the many, many chances I've given you to dance on the stage. Even when your dancing was not nice, I made the church clap for you. Yes. Yes. Mehmed. What is this? Uh, when God gave them the, 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 the manna, they were hungry. They were dying. For that matter. And God, he rained a miracle. Can you imagine bread? Valley view bread raining from heaven. We all die. In slices. The sliced ones falling from heaven. They ate it. And then, as they were eating, why is that bread? They held the bread. They said, what is this? What is this? Yes, read the Bible. Read the Bible. What is this? What is this? What is this? This this manna. Human beings. The children of Ammon and Moab said thank you to the Israelites by attacking them. 2 Chronicles 10. 20. Second Chronicles 20 verse 10. Someone you, you see there. And now behold the children of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, whom thou would not, wouldest not let Israel invade. Israel was invading every town. But they did not invade. They were not allowed to invade Ammon and Moab and Seir. In fact, the Bible says that but he said, he said 
but whom thou wouldest not let Israel invade. When they came out of the land of Egypt, because when they came out, they needed to have lands. So God was clearing people. He vites, he tithes, and so on. But when he came to the Ammon and Moab, he, he didn't allow them to invade. So, so they turned from them and destroyed them. They destroyed everybody. But they didn't destroy Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir. Look at verse 11. Read it. Behold, I say now, they reward us to come to cast us out of thy possession, which thou hast given us to inherit. Verse 12. Oh, our God, will thou not judge them? For we have no might against this great company that cometh against us. Neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon thee, O Lord. You are about to die. Some of you were about to die. Somebody stabbed into your life and held you. That is the person you are attacking on social media. The the, the chapter is those who reward good with evil. And I'm showing that these are human beings. I'm not talking about some Martians or some ninjas. These are human beings. And you can do that also. Somebody can spare you. And all you do is to attack the person. Yes. I have been attacked many times. Not murmured against. Attacked. In my 30 years of being a pastor, you have no idea what I've experienced. And I thank God that he has put sweetness in my spirit. And you are receiving yours as well. Yes. The Jews said thank you to Jesus for his good works by hating him without a cause. By doing what? Hating him without a cause. John 15 verse 24. Oh, clap your hands for this book. John 15 24. If I had not done among them the works which none other man did, they had not had sin. But now, have they both seen and hated both me and my father? He did works among them. But because of the works, they hated him. Verse 25. Look at verse 25. But this cometh to pass, that the word might be fulfilled, that is written in their law. They hated me without a cause. They hated me without a cause. Now, look at me. Let me tell you. You can't be you. See, you are thinking of somebody hating you. Be careful you don't hate somebody without a cause. That is what you are doing to the person. I mean, people are even surprised. People are even surprised. In fact, the only message you are trying to give the world is that the person is an evil person. Yes. There are pastors who left the church and they left quietly. They left quietly. Quietly. It's been 20 years, we've not heard from them. It's been 15 years, we've not heard from them. But some leave and begin a campaign of smear and I can't, I can't find the English words. A smear campaign. And there are different types of smear campaigns, by the way. One of them is insulting a person online. 
insulting a person. And the, the other one is also standing by your car and taking pictures of your new life. Yes. To let the world know that while I was in that church, I never stood by a, by a car. But maybe I shouldn't have said that comment I made. That I am putting the seed time and harvest series on hold. This is also a seed time and harvest. Six minutes. Message I'm preaching to you. C3. Yeah. There's, no, there's no reason. You can hate somebody for insulting you. You can hate somebody for raping you. You can hate somebody for killing your child. You can hate somebody for collapsing your business. You can hate somebody for doing... But you can also hate somebody. And there's no reason. There's no reason why you are doing what you are doing. And you know that there's no reason why you are doing what you are doing. And you are doing it. The Israelites, they said thank you to Jeremiah by digging a pit for him. Clap your hands for the book. Jeremiah 18 verse 19. Keep clapping. They said thank you by digging a pit for him. Jeremiah 18. Give heed to me, O Lord. And hearken to the voice of them that contend with me. Lord, listen to what they are saying. Lord, read what they are writing on the internet. Lord, listen to the things she's telling people about me. The next verse is more interesting. Watch the next verse. Shall evil be recompensed for good? For they have digged a pit. Can I have new King James? Shall evil be repaid for good? Is it good? Is it a good thing to pay? And whether you know what you are doing is evil or not, does not change the nature of what you are doing. Not knowing what a seed is does not change the nature of the seed. Somebody has been good to you and you are paying the person with evil. You know that you are, you are, you are taking the step you are taking to hurt the person. Wow. Congratulations. But read on. For they have dug a pit. Yes. Thank you. Students, have you seen that word dug? Yes. That's the right word. Not digged. Students, are you here? Are there students in the service? Yes. Have you seen the word dug? Yes, that's the right word. Not digged. Oh, I went to the town to... Uh, uh, yesterday, I digged... The, 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 no, yesterday I did what? I dug. Clap your hands for English. Now, now listen. Listen to the people. You see, be very careful. And I'm ending now. Be very careful. You don't know what people are doing for you. In fact, what you see them do for you physically is 100. Yes. Yeah. Because I I realize that, Charlie, there are things people are doing for me that I'm not aware of. So you see that if I make a comment, if if, if I go to the left a little, what can happen to me? I've not imagined it. And I'm saying that it's not just me. You also don't know what I've done for you. 
You don't know what the church has done for you. You don't know it. And you don't need to know. Look at it. The people who dug a pit for Jeremiah. He said, remember that I stood before you. He, see, he's praying to God. Oh. And he said, remember God that I stood before you to speak good for them. To turn away your wrath, your anger from them. That is what I did. Lord, remember that three months ago, I stood in front of you to speak good for them. And you are saying that what? We are put seed time and harvest on hold. Then you have not understood preaching. Title it seed time and harvest part five. How can I say thanks? Is that sub topic? Wallahi. Clap your hands. Your mother has said something you are not happy with. Do you know what she has done for you? Do you know the indignity your mother has experienced? Because of you, if you knew it, and you, uh, and you, and you put your behavior by it, some of you will have to go into the cemetery now and dig your pit and just lie in it and cover yourself. Because, no, 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 the rest of your life, nothing will happen. Nothing will happen. Forget about it. You are wasting your time. Hey, your prayers will not help you. Because he says everything by prayer. With thanksgiving. So when there's, once there's no thanksgiving, it won't work. And it's not thanksgiving by using English words to God. But showing gratitude to your mother, your pastor, your wife, your husband, your sister, your brother, who paid your school fees. Say, Lord, remember, I, t- I spoke good about them in front of you. Is it not there? Remember that I, please color it. I don't know if you can color. You don't know how to color. But say, remember that. Be very careful. Be careful. Tell your friend, be careful. Listen, look at it. Remember that I stood before who? You, 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 see, you see the why is big? Not all the whys in the Bible are big. When you say a big why, it means who? It means who? Remember that I stood before you. To speak good. False witnesses say thank you by accusing the one who cared for them. False witnesses. That's how they say thank you. By accusing the one who cares for them. False witnesses did rise up. They lay to my charge things that I knew not. Wow! Be careful. Psalm 35 verse 11. King James. I'm ending. 
false witnesses did rise up. They lay to my charge things I knew not. Now, see, now let me explain from my experience. From my experience, let me explain things I knew not. You may think that things I knew not will always mean things I had not done. But it's not always the case. Things I knew not may be things you've done. But I wish you had told me three years ago. I wish you had told me three years ago. How you never told me three years ago and you are telling me now, only God can explain. Maybe I look like a lion and I, I'm not easy to approach. I've experienced it. Wow, I did this. I did this. I did this. And I asked, so why why haven't you told me this? Is that four years ago? And you are now telling me? Wow. Really? Be very careful. Not to, not to, you see, if you are saying something to somebody three years after the person has done the thing, there may be good reasons. But it should only be because you are giving the person another chance. Yes. Don't say that to the person and bang the door at the person's face. It's a seat time. The noise of the door is a seat time. Somebody is with you. The person has offended you and you are quiet. Now, it's not everything you must say. You said this about me. No, but if you are quiet, then be quiet forever. Be quiet forever. Don't be quiet only to bring it up some later years. To make the point you are making about your behavior. Verse 12. They laid to my child things that I did not know. They rewarded me evil for good. To the spoiling of my soul. I told you I was being seduced. This is the word. My soul was spoiled. There are many times I sat on this chair on Sunday just crying. But I, I got up and preached, but you will know what, I, what I've been doing. Because my soul was spoiled. Some of your souls are spoiled. But make sure you don't spoil somebody's soul. Because it's a seed you don't want to reap the fruit of. There is such a thing as spoiling somebody's soul. Those of you boys who propose fondle girls kiss them and then you abandon them somewhere. You spoil her soul. Ha! You may marry, but don't, make sure you don't have a daughter. I want, to, I want to just show you the last chapter. One day I will have the time to show Clap your hands for the book. Uh, see, one of the points, one of the points is people say thank you to God by not being happy. Your quietness, your depression, is a wonderful way to say thank you to God. You are not happy in spite of the things God has done for you because you want a wig and you couldn't get a wig. But you, you, you don't know. Yes. You don't know that your rasta is good. That your, you, you, you have hair. I can show you women who are suffering from a condition called alopecia areata. Allo what? Alopecia areata. Alopecia geographica. Women. 
not everybody wearing a wig is wearing because it's a style. Some have got severe. <laughs> Tell them, be happy. Be happy. Say, be happy. be happy. Say, be happy. Tell your neighbor, smile. Please smile. Smile. I know you don't have money, but you, you can, you look, not everybody can smile. The rhizorous muscles, no, not everybody can use the rhizorous muscles. Someone, they smile, one, half of the mouth goes left, and half of the mouth is something. Smile. Not everybody can do this. Ungrateful woman. Clap your hands for Jesus. So, some people, they, they say thank you to God by not being happy. Your unhappiness is, is unfortunate. Every day, but, uh, people are smiling, people are whatever. And they, 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 you, you are just, you are just, you are just there. You are just there. <laughs> is David here? He has gone to town. Okay. Smile. Remove your face mask and smile. Remove it and smile. It, it, smile. Smile. I know you don't have a car. You don't have a house. You don't have a husband. You don't have children. But you have got eyes. You can see. Some people can see. Oh, yes. As we are here, there are people who can see well. But you will know they can see because we are all laughing. Are we not laughing? Laughing, but you don't know people can see. Then the final chapter, chapter four, is those who are thankful. What a book! Clap your hands for the book. How do you how how do you say thanks to God? You say thanks to God. By being obedient to your heavenly vision. Everyone. I know you have a, an academic vision. I know you have a business vision. I know you have a marriage vision. I know you have a pregnancy vision. Oh yes. Some sisters want to give birth to seven children. Yes. I know a girl who has six children. Someone to do seven. And she, she's told me that something has happened. That is why she can't do seven. Oh Yes. There are some of you girls here, you have a marital vision. You want to marry a white man. It's fine. It's fine. There's nothing like having half caste children. Whether they don't bat or they bat, there's nothing like that. It's, it's beautiful to have half caste. I mean, the hair alone. The hair alone. It's not like this. Ah, I've forgotten that. I don't have it. <laughs> it's not like these ones. I mean, quality hair. Say marriage vision. Marriage. Say business vision. business vision. Say school vision. School Degrees vision. vision. But everybody must have a heavenly vision as well. Clap your hands for the heavenly vision. Everybody must have a heavenly vision. Everybody must have a heavenly vision. Everybody must have a heavenly vision. Everybody must have a, ve- a, a, a heavenly vision. Acts chapter 26 verse 19. Heavenly vision. What a beautiful book. Whereupon, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient unto the heavenly vision. Everybody must have a heavenly vision. Heavenly vision. Heavenly vision. Have a spiritual vision. 
that you want to be a shepherd. You want to be a pastor one day. Many years ago, I was sitting down writing notes just like you on a Sunday morning. But for the past 28 years or so, I now preach and people write my notes. I'm not writing my notes. Ask your friend, do you have a heavenly vision? I'm ending with this. Ask, ask uh, uh, mommy, uh, auntie, ask mommy, please, mommy, do you have a heavenly vision? Yeah. Or it's always corn roll. Oh, ask another person, do you have a heavenly vision? Do you have a heavenly vision? You are in the choir. But do you have a heavenly vision of one day? You see, a heavenly vision is a spiritual vision. One day singing as a soloist. Then one day being a lady pastor who can sing before you preach. You have no such vision. Then you are not saying thanks to God. Paul said, I was not disobedient unto the heavenly vision. I pray today that God will give you a heavenly vision. A heavenly vision. A heavenly vision. A heavenly vision. How else do you want to say thank you to God? You say thank you by continuing faithfully and relentlessly in your call to the end. Say to the end. Or say, I'm not stopping now. Or say, I'm not stopping now. Say to the end. Say, prosperity won't stop me. That's what uh, our sister was was reading. Romans 8. Uh, Is it uh, uh, what? 10 or so. Nothing. Nothing shall separate me. Height, depth, poverty, prosperity, good, evil. Some stop when they get a good job. Some stop when they lose their job. Some become funny when they are rich. Yes. Some become funny when they are rich. Some become, some change when they are poor. Some change when they have a husband. Some change when they have no husband. Some, 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 some change when they have children. Some change when they are child. My child died when I became a pastor. My children, you see, around they're not my only children. No, 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 no. You may not know. I have a far older child, a, 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 a child at least. Far older child. He died. The year I became a pastor. Brand new pastor. I was a student. I had married. And I was going to church to preach. Expecting a baby. My wife was pregnant for 39 weeks. But I thank God. And when my child died, I continued preaching. I continued going to church. I continued serving the Lord. I thank him for his grace. Not all your experiences will be good. Don't say thank you to God by stopping because of a problem. As for those who stop because they are blessed, I don't know how to characterize them. Lift your hand and say, I will continue. Say, I will continue. Yes, I'll continue. To the end. To the end. Yes. Another, another way you say thanks to God. Is by serving God. By serving God. Say by serving God. Until you are even mad. Look, what God has done for you, it's, it is shocking. 
that you are sitting in church doing nothing. It means you don't understand what God has done for you. And some of you, what you are doing, you know that you've taken the lower option. Yes, you are doing less for God than you could have done. Mm -hmm. When God calls you, you see, everyone here today must, you see, Acts 26, verse 47, and I'm ending with this. Acts 26, verse 47. Beautiful. 47, please. Oh, there's no 47 there. Is that the verse I saw? Maybe I didn't see the verse well. I'm sorry. Let me, let me look for the verse. Sorry, 24. Acts 26, 24. Sorry. Let's all look at the verse. And as he thus spake for himself, Festus said with a loud voice, Can I have. Okay, King James. New King James. Now, as he thus made his defense, Festus said with a loud voice, Paul, you are beside yourself. Much learning is driving you mad. 25. But he said, I am not mad, most noble Festus, but I speak the words of truth and reason. 26. For the king, before whom I also speak freely, knows these things. For I am convinced that none of these things escapes his attention. Since this thing was not done in a corner, 27, King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? Was, the king was sitting in there in his throne. King Agrippa, do you believe the prophets? He said, I know you do believe. This is Paul. I want to say to all of us, one of the ways to say thank you is to serve God in a way that makes people think you are mad. You build the house, you air condition the house, and you are sitting in the church for an all night. With mosquitoes. It must be mad. If nobody calls you mad, if nobody insults you, it means you are trying to protect yourself. God has done so much for you. Today I'm sending you. Let people say you are mad. Yes. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a medical doctor. When people, when people hear that, I do, people ask, oh, so are you in the hospital now? I say, no, I'm in church. And I hear, I, I see, I, I sense the, 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 the sneer, sneer at their, in their, in their attitude. Yeah. When I stand with my friends, and some are governor, deputy governor of a bank, 
bank of their country. Some are this. This one is, in, is, is he, he moves oil. This one is a chartered accountant with uh, uh, Pete Mawick. This one, uh, uh, the last time I saw one of my classmates, he was standing by his private jet, and he, he was he, he do this. He, he was doing this. Yeah, we're in school together. That's a private jet. Now, when we were in school, I was in 4M1 and he was in 4A5 or A something. That's his, uh, that, those who couldn't pass the science, they were all put in a classroom. So, and I was in M1, is the first maths one, top maths. And he is by his private you, you look like a fool. You've gone to school, medical school, this, that, this, that, and look at, yes, I like it. It's my way of saying things. If nobody has called you mad, then it means that you are not serving God well. How can you give birth to three children and you leave them in the house and then you are in town doing witnessing? Are you normal? Look at your salary. Look at your salary. And the little time you can have to do the work, the same pastor who says go for a camp for one week, is the same pastor who is going to ask you for 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 basin fund. As you pay for basin, with what money do we use leaves to pay? When you called me for the meeting for one week, why do you think I was going to work? Today, I want to call you. That's the book. Say thank you. Say thank you by serving God. As I say thank you by serving God. I said, say thank you by serving God. Say thank you by being a shepherd. Say thank you by being a shepherd. So if you should say thank you by going to the Bible school. Every head bowed. As you are sitting down. Everybody bow your head. If you are here today. And you want to be a missionary. You want God to use you as a missionary. To go to other countries, other nations. To work for God. To build a church in other countries. As a missionary. Lift your hand, I'm going to pray for you. You want to be a missionary. You want to serve God. You want to say thank you. I see your hand. I see. Please lift your hand high. You want to go on missions. One day, you want to be in a foreign country, not because you are an ambassador of a country, but you are you are you, you are you are building a church for God. Stand to your feet if your hand is up. Please stand to your feet. You want to be a missionary? Stand to your feet. You want to go on missions? Stand to your feet. I see your hand. I see you. Stand. Stand. If you are standing, come to the front here. Come to me here in front.
want to go to Mali. You want to go to Zambia. You want to go to UCU. As a missionary. Clap your hands for them. Missionary. No, not, not children for now. Please go and sit down. Maybe, maybe you don't understand it. Thank you. We'll call you back. Clap your hands for them, please. Missionaries. 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 Stretch your hand towards them and pray for them that God will use them. Pray for them that God will use them. I'm going to have a meeting with them. Father, touch their lives. Touch their lives. Prepare them. Let everything be a preparation for them and use them. In Jesus' name. Amen. Lady Pastor Kathy, you are in this group. I want you to lead all these. Take them to the many are called chapel. Get their names, their phone numbers. What's contact them, you and I will start that work. So please go with Lady Pastor to the conference hall. Yes. Please clap your hands for them. Clap your hands for them. Now, 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 look at me also. Look at me. Everybody look at me. Don't look at them. Look at me. If you are here and you want to be a shepherd, you want to serve God, as a shepherd in the church, work for God in different ways. This afternoon we are having a, um, what is the name? Church workers convocation, second session. Next week is third session. But you, you are not going to be a part because you are not a church worker. But you want to be a shepherd from now. If you are like that, you want to be a shepherd in this church. I want you to stand to your feet right now. As a, your way of saying thank you to God. For all he has done for you. Stand to your feet. Yes, stand. Stand. I see you. I see you. Keep standing. Stand. You are in the car, but you want to be a shepherd. You want to, you want to be trained to serve God. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. I don't believe there's only one person in this crowd who wants to serve God. Is that two? Three? Four, five, all right. Who else? You want to be a shepherd? You want to be a shepherd? Yes, you want to be a shepherd? Come, come to the front here. Come to me here. Oh, clap your hands for them. God bless you. Come, mommy. We'll train you. How can I say thanks? Look, if you don't say thanks to God by serving him, you will be one of those who will say thanks to God by attacking the church. Yes. If you don't say thank you to God by serving him, you will say thank you. I'm not saying Look, I'm talking about shepherds, not singers or dancers. You may be a singer, but you're not a shepherd. You may be a dancer, but you are not a shepherd. If you, you are here, you want to be a shepherd. Rise up and come now. Maybe you didn't understand it. Rise up and come now. You want to, be a, you want to have sheep. 
Come now. Rise up and come now. I want to be a shepherd. A basenta leader. A basanta leader. A leader with members. A basenta leader. Rise up and come now. Lift your two hands, those in front. Father, I pray that you will touch these lives. Use them and bless them. Use them and change their lives. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Please, I want you to go with Lady Pastor Yasmin. Also to that conference room. And she will get your names. And we are going to call you. And then... You have an important meeting with us. So please, let's go with Lady Pastor Jasper. God bless you. Clap your hands for her. Finally, if you are here and you want to go to the Bible school, you want to go to the Bible school as your way of saying thank you to God, I want you to come to the front. It's a chance I'm giving you. You want to go to the Bible school to be trained. The Bible school. You are here. I want you to come now. Rise up and come now. Rise up and come now. Rise up and come now. You want to go to the Bible school? Rise up and come now. Yes, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Oh, you came forward. I want you to go to the Bible school. Clap your hands for her. Please come. Yes. Are you coming? Okay. Who else wants to go to the Bible school? Come. Bible school. Clap your hands for her. Bible school. Oh, clap your hands for him. Bible school. Another one is coming. Clap your hands for him. Bible school. Bible school. You want to go to the Bible school. You are going to be trained. You are going to be given a scholarship. And to be trained to be a pastor. I want you to come. It's an opportunity to say thank you with your life to say thank you with your life God bless you my brother God bless you it's your way of saying thank you to God your way of saying thank you to God I know there's one person sitting down one person you want to go to the Bible school you want to go to the Bible school the Bible school Bible school the Bible school. Clap your hands for my sister. God bless you. God bless you. Um, lady pastor, can you kindly come and take these ones also to the hall and get their names and phone numbers. Possibly even which group they are in in the church or some details that will help us to constituency or whatever. Please go with our pastor. She's going to talk to you. God bless you. Clap your hands for Jesus. Now, finally, 
rise to your feet and let's close clap your hands for how can I say thanks oh keep clapping your hands every eye closed every head bowed if you are here today you want to be born again you want to surrender your life to Jesus you want to walk with Jesus you want to love Jesus you want to know Jesus you want to walk with him you want to say pastor I want to give my life I want to start my life again with Jesus if you you are here like that just lift up your right hand I'm going to pray with you right now you want to be born again yes yes lift it high you want to walk with Jesus. You want to surrender your life to Jesus. Lift your hand high. High. Every eye closed, every head bowed. Every eye closed, every head bowed. You want to surrender your life to Jesus. Yes, lift your hand high. I want to see your hand. I, I cannot see. Father, we thank you for a beautiful day and a great opportunity to serve you and to do your own. Somebody is coming. Let's clap our hands for him. I see God bless you you want to give your life to Jesus clap your hands for him I didn't even call he just walked forward he didn't call lift your two hands my dear I'm going to pray oh another lady is coming a lady is coming I didn't call they are coming yes you want to give your life to Jesus very good who else wants to give his life to Jesus who else wants to give his life to Jesus all right so lift your hand and let's all join say heavenly father i thank you for today i thank you for today i realize i am a sinner today i surrender my life to you please receive me and wash me with the blood of jesus i want to start a new life with you as my master as my savior Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Today, I declare that I am born again. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. It's a new life you are starting. And you see, our sister and our brother there, they are going to talk to you, counsel you, and help you. Do you want to be helped? Or you know everything? You want someone to help you? So come with me. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Clap your hands for them. Keep clapping. Let's welcome Bishop Kobe to take us to the communion. Take out your communion. Can I have my communion? Everyone take your communion. I want you to lift up your bread. body of Jesus Christ this body was broken and sacrificed so that yours will be whole this communion is for healing as you eat this bread may your body be made whole in the name of Jesus everybody eating this bread may your body be made whole lift up your bread say the body of Jesus Christ Say the body of Jesus Christ. Say as I eat this body.
my body is being made whole. My body is being restored. The body of Jesus Christ. It's it. The blood of Jesus Christ. The blood is the life. The blood carries the life. As you drink this blood, life is being restored to your body. Any part of your body that seems to be gradually losing life is being restored as you drink this blood. Lift up your cup, say the blood of Jesus Christ. Say, as I drink this blood, life is being restored to my physical body. The blood of Jesus Christ. Drink it. Lift up your hands. And now, I declare that every sickness that you walked in here is being healed in the name of Jesus. I command muscles and joints to be rearranged. I command repairs to begin to happen in the name of Jesus. Every sickness that your blood carries by the blood of Jesus that you have just drank, it is being washed away. Tumors are melting. I command growths to melt. Growths to melt. I command kidneys and lungs to be restored to normal function. My goodness, there's somebody, I see a sheet of paper, a doctor is making a diagnosis. By this communion, that diagnosis is being stayed in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I speak to pain. I command pain to be gone in the name of Jesus. Every pain is being rebuked in your life. In the name of Jesus. Receive healing in the name of Jesus. I speak to eyes. 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 Blood vision. Pain in the eyes. I command it now to be gone in the name of Jesus. I hear somebody toe. Your toe. Your toe. Your toe. There's something wrong with your toe, the big toe. I command now that that toe is receiving healing. That toe is being replaced now in the name of Jesus. That toe is being replaced in the name of Jesus. And now I speak to mental illness. Mental illness, depression, anxiety, borderline personality disorders. On the back of this communion, in the strength of this communion, I command all of them to be gone in the name of Jesus. Somebody here, something you should have passed on to your unborn child. As your hand is lifted, that thing is being stopped in the name of Jesus. You, you would have passed it on to your child, but in the name of Jesus, it is being stopped. Oh, yes, bloodline diseases. Diseases in your bloodline. There's somebody here. The men in your family, they get to 70, but they encounter a deadly condition. In the name of Jesus, by this blood and body that you have eaten, that condition is being removed from your life in the name of Jesus. I speak to heart conditions. I command hearts to be repaired and rejuvenated. Yes. Oh, yes. Receive wholeness in your body. Receive wholeness in your body. Receive wholeness in your body. 
receive wholeness. I rebuke infections. Infections. I rebuke diseases that eat away the bone. The bone. The bone. The bone. I declare that your body is being restored. Receive healing in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for healing. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Beautiful. Are you glad you came to church today? Are you excited you came to church today?